What's up, everybody? My name is Brian Chartrand. I'm a singer-songwriter based in Phoenix, Arizona, and I started a podcast called So the Story Goes with Brian Chartrand. It's a podcast that connects with creatives, you know, mainly creatives uh, here in Phoenix, but also international touring artists, names that you definitely will recognize. And we talk about everything from pop culture to music to art, how they stayed creative during the pandemic. It's a lot of fun, especially if you love music, and I know you do. I'm also old friends with your dear friend, Boomer. I hope you uh, check out So the Story Goes. I think you'll dig it. You can find it at Apple Podcasts on Amazon. Join us for the next conversation. We're celebrating 100 episodes. Thanks for listening. you got to make a reservation. It's very difficult to get in. Well, it's okay. I'll use the service entrance. I'll see you at 9. Welcome and bienvenidos to another episode of Service Entrance People. I am Boomer and I'm Pixie. Hola. Hola, Pixalina. <laughs> for those of you who are new to the show, just jumping in, this podcast is for and about the gritty, underpaid, underprivileged service industry workers of the world. Unite. We have clearly made wrong turns in our lives because no matter what, we have ended up right here in jobs where no matter our talents, our arts, our skills, whatever, we have ended up dealing with the infamous Karens and Florida Man. Florida Man. And Mr. and Mrs. Von Uppity on a daily basis. Day in and day out, we walk through that parking lot of broken dreams and we enter through the specially marked door. You know the one pixie. Ugh, the service entrance door. That is sadly it. <laughs> if you're interested in listening and sharing in war stories of the the industry or if you're curious as to what us the help are really thinking we are going to share with you stories of the strange shocking and hilarious because laughing is the only way we can think to make it through absolutely this industry is one that we truly have come to love and although you will hear horror stories and us ranting and bitching that we have to work at work son of a bitch exactly we kid because we care there's nothing we would rather be doing except Maybe this here podcast Correct for you. That is so right. Also, please do us a favor. If we aren't for you, you know what? We just want you to go ahead and listen anyway. Hate we listen, listen, rage listen, binge listen. listen us. Listen, we came up with the greatest expression in the world last week, and by we I mean you, Pixie. <laughs> if you don't like us, press play and walk, walk away. away. That's all that we need you to do, okay? <laughs> help us out. Help us help you by not doing anything. Or you could leave us on and just scream at your car the way we do when we rage listen to podcasts. Very true. We we are, if nothing, loyal to the platform. Yes. And so we know how it works behind the scenes and all. So yes, we will <laughs> we will rage listen shows and we encourage you to do that if you don't like our stupid fucking voices or something. And why do we do that, Boomer? It's because the only thing in the world that's better than a good horror movie is a terrible fucking horror movie. That's why, Pixie. Yes. Finally, our last disclaimer, this show, like the industries we cover, comes with some spicy fucking language. Ay, 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 muy caliente. You have officially been forewarned. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. Hold Fuego. harmless, hold harmless, hold harmless. <laughs> 
please make sure out there in podcast land you are rating, reviewing, sharing. All share, right? share, 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 share away. Sheraton from Sharesville, please. Five stars when you are rating us. One, two, three, four, five. And words. Any type yes. of words. Predictive text. Bop, 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 bop. Cinco. Cinco times. Numero five-o. Please. <laughs> it helps us move up the charts. It is critical to our development for some weird reason. And we don't know why. Nope. They don't tell us. We're not that important. If you want to be super cool and help out the show in an extra way, you can become a producer. Patreon.com slash service entrance people. Producers at any level get free stuff, access to bonus material. And if you become an executive producer, you also get your name shout out at the end of every episode. So lovingly. We name it so good. We give you such good name recognition. You wish we didn't give you such good name Rame recognition. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. All right. <laughs> if you maybe don't want to make the uh, full-on yearly commitment, you can also just do a one-time deal. Go to PayPal and hook us up. We are at Service Entrance Peeps. Any little bit helps, a dollar or as Boomer says, a million. Anywhere in between. It's a big, big deal for the show. So please, you can also help us out by sharing your stories. Service Entrance People at gmail.com. That is the electronic way to do it. If you're maybe not so much into writing down your thoughts and crazy stories, you can leave us a voicemail at 854-345-7721. Put a pin in that, Pixie. We're going to come back to that in a second. Okay. And if you would like to follow us on Facebook, you should Please go do. to Service Entrance People Podcast. Follow, Just follow, follow, follow. Plug it into the old search bar there. We're also connected on Instagram because it's all meta baby at Service Entrance People Pod. Speaking of following, please follow our YouTube channel. We are at service entrance people on YouTube and we like to be on there because we can actually provide some closed captioning for yes. our hearing impaired listeners as well. So that's pretty rad to do through the YouTube. So make sure you are following that as well. If you would also like to be a producer, but you don't quite have the cash, then just send us those stories and you can get content producer credits. That's right. We will also say your names at the end of the episode's as well on a content producer. So many ways for us to get you involved. We're begging you. We are welcoming you with open arms to the fold, saying, please, please, please be a part of the fun time that we have here at Service Entrance People. Speaking of welcoming, this next part of our podcast is highly sponsorable. We so can't sponsorable. stress it enough. Please highly sponsorable. Sponsor Drop us an email at serviceentrancepeople at gmail.com and you could be the proud title sponsor of the Shifty, Shifty of, of the, the week. week. So let's dive in, Pixie, shall we? Let's lock the doors, crank up the tunes, and grab our Shifties of the Week. What you drinking this week, Pix? Well, I am going back to the OG Hard Cider. You liked that one. Yeah, I did. From Ship's Wheel Brewery that's in North Charleston. Woo! It is a crisp Blue Ridge Apple Blend. There are no extra sugars added, which for my diabetic self, it definitely pleases. Yeah. It is just balanced flavor at 6.0 ABV, baby. Nice. Get you a nice little uh, buzzer nice going on there. Nice buzz going on. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, cheers to you, Pixie. Cheers. That was a good crack. <laughs> good crack. Not bad crack. Did you get some on your microphone like I did last week? Oh, totes. You totally did. <laughs> good on you. I myself this week am continuing the hard push for our friends in Savannah at the uh, Service Brewing Company ah, the... to uh, sponsor our lovely shift E of the week mm. here at the show. So Service Brewing Company, 
from Savannah, veteran-owned. Yeah. Which is super, super cool. It's got service in the name, so service entrance people. Perfect. I am going to be drinking today a Compass Rose IPA. Oh, my. Yeah. It is uh, an aromatic and refreshing IPA. Uh, It's got notes of pink grapefruit, citrus peel, and some pine. 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 That's interesting, and it sounds fancy. I pine for it. Mm. So, stoked on that. 6.6% ABV. Woo! Hell fucking yeah. Get it done. Nice. Oh. (laughs) It's a revelation. It's a revelation. It's a delightful, playful little beer. Just a little playful. Playful, playful little thing. All right, Pixie. (laughs) Podcasting is hard already. It really is. It's (laughs) not simple. It's been a week today. It has been. So today, this week, right now, whatever, episode 27 of Service Entrance People is entitled, If I Can't Have You, I don't want nobody, baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, before we get into the guts of this episode, which is all about loyal, regular customers. I love it. The people who, upon which our businesses thrive. The backbone. The only thing that keeps us really churning through day to day is the cool regulars that come and frequent our joints. Like a Harvard man. It's what keeps us regular. There you go. Once a day, 8, 17 a.m. After that morning coffee. No matter what. Yep. Regular. (laughs) So before we get into that, though, I am super, super stoked. As teased before on this here program, (laughs) we need to go to the voicemail because we have a voicemail from nobody other than our lovely content producer, Chef no. Hope. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. So, Pixie, let's go to the phones. You have one unheard message. First unheard message. Hi, guys. It's Chef Hope. So, today, my, my chef texted me because it's his day off. And he goes, hey, got to switch up schedule. And I'm like, oh, okay, what's up? So, apparently, he forgot to give my other two chefs his vacation time because he requested off a while ago. And my sous chef didn't tell my chef, hey, you know those schedules posted like, hey, I'm on vacation, man. Schedule me for my vacation. Nope, didn't say anything until two days before. And the schedule has been out for two weeks. So now, fuck me, I'll lose my days off because those motherfuckers didn't say anything. It didn't remember. So yeah, a little bit soft. We love you. We miss you, Hope. You're amazing. And holy shit, that's right there. There's some uh, restaurant shit right there. Absolutely. I know that I've been scheduled for my off time. I'm not going to tell anybody, though. I'm going to look at that schedule and just wait. Tick, 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 tick. Guess what, guys? I'm on vacation. Oh, shit. I Can't forgot do to anything. tell you. I accidentally got on a plane. I did. <laughs> It was the weirdest thing. I don't know what happened. I just woke up and then I was on a Trans Am Pan American flight. <laughs> Trans Am. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's a car. That's not a thing. Yeah. But neither is Pan Am anymore these but days. But it used so to be a thing. It did. My and, grandmother used to work for them. And it's great that that's the first airline that came to my head was a Pan defunct. Am. Yes, yes, it was a now defunct airline. Oh, you're so. I'm doing good. You're today. so sick that you've actually Jesus. talked yourself back. Back many decades. I'm I'm delightful. That's what I am. <laughs> so this week's episode 
getting back to that. Thank you again, Chef Hope. Yes, Please thank make sure. You. Do like Hope did. Leave us a voicemail. Crazy things happen. Something pops up. You just want to vent it out for a hot second in your yeah. car. Boom. Just you can't like that. even type it. You're just like, oh, just get it out. Just, just get let it right me out. just scream it for a second. Blah, and get yeah. it right out. Word vomit it all on our voicemail. Love it. So, April, the month that we are currently in, yes. is Customer Loyalty Month. Oh, did you know that? No, I did not. Yes, you did, because that's why we planned this show. Right, Pixie? Uh-huh. Totally. See? I did not. I did not. <laughs> oh, hi, April. <laughs> So yes, in in doing with the spirit of April being National Customer Loyalty Month, we decided to do the show about the uh, the wonderful loyal customers that we have fun with on a day-to-day or week-to-week basis. For myself, the number one that pops up into my head yep. is a sweet, sweet couple mm-hmm. uh, by the name of Tori and Eric. Oh, hi, Tori and Eric. Hey, guys. Hope you're listening. These two folks, so I little bit of background on me. <laughs> in the end of 2020, early 2021, I got super fucking sick. I am shocked. Super fucking sick. Like, was sick for three months, out of work for like six months, fucking a mess. Sweet goddamn, Sugar Sam. Almost died kind of a thing. Like, left me with permanent damage sick. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm super, super happy about how all that went down for myself. So, during this time period... Mm-hmm. these two wonderful people were super concerned because they didn't see me at work. Okay. And they asked my friend, the bartenderess, mm-hmm. lovely lady named Jessica. Hi, Jessica. They said, you know, Jess. Hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah. They said, where's Jeff? Is Jeff okay? And Wait, wh- Jessica was like, nobody named Jeff works here. I was just going to say that. Pause for a moment. Yes, Boomer's that, name not, is not it Jeff. It is not. It At all. Not. No, it's <laughs> not, totally not. Not even close. <laughs> no, like not even the same number of letters. Doesn't start with the same letter. None yeah, no, nowhere in there. So it's not even your middle name. She was super confused for a while until she realized, oh, you mean Boomer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. He's super sick. Like he's not well. So Jessica would come from time to time just to check on me and make sure that I wasn't dead. Good of her to ferret out who they were looking for. Right. And so a couple different times, she came with cards from Tori and Eric who were like, hey, like, we're thinking about you. We love you. We know that right now you're not working and we don't know if things are hard for you or not. And they like gave me like gift cards and stuff so that I can like buy food. They knew you were poor. Yes. Because you work in the food services industry. They did. But they like took it upon themselves to make sure that like I was okay. Like, I was going to be okay. And so when I got unsick, the first time that we saw each other, A, it was a very, very sweet reunion, but B, we now joke about the fact that I'm Jeff. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm like, guys, Jeff loves you. (laughs) And it was, honestly, it's it's one of the sweetest things that, you know, human beings have done for me personally, just regardless. exceptionally kind. And coming in the sphere of, you know, just guests from the restaurant who were... Noticed that old Jeffy wasn't there and got worried. So, you know, it was it was very sweet. It was very touching. And it's again, it's definitely one of those things that's like it happens sort of seldomly in our business. Yes. But when it does, you're like, those are good fucking people. And like, you know, I'm not crying. You're crying. Fuck you. (laughs) That's extremely cardiopulmonary. I love it. Shut up. (laughs) All right. You 
you tell me something, Pix? My story is not, um, gosh, gee willikers. (laughs) When it comes to regulars, you know, I'm one of those people who I'm not quite as flamboyant and expressive and just downright fun as you at work. I come off as bubbly, I suppose, personable. You're a lovely sparkle pony in that way. You, though, are in real life the more nicer one of the two of us. Absolutely. It's like flip flopped. Yes. I'm very uh, let's get down to business type person. I wind up turning into like poly positive, (laughs) happy McHapperton, and you're like, "Mm." yeah. Well, no, I don't try to be like, "Mm," but yes, I'm very much a just please listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth because I might snap and kill you. Correct. She so, does carry a blade. By I, the way. I try I not will... to snap and kill people. So my regulars have a tendency to grade on my nerves. What? I know. They started off with the claiming my table. Oh, this is and my s- table. You can't yeah, see anybody. It's my table. My table. My table. <laughs> so Did they grind their tits into you? <laughs> no. That in would fact, be welcome, wouldn't it? They screamed at me, pointing their finger in my face and, you know, causing quite a scene. Did they scream like, you're a witch, burn a witch. <laughs> they might as well have. <laughs> However, they're, because of their ab- unseemly behavior. <gasps> you dropped the U word on them. I did. Um, the, uh, there were people in their party that also really just pissed off my other managers. Mm-hmm. So all around, this table just has a bad name and they leave a bad taste in people's mouths. But because of that- Pineapple helps that. Because of that, <laughs> you dirt I merchant. I had to. I went low. I you, went low. I you're better than working blue. Am I, though? No. No. Not even kind of. No. They have this way about them now where they're very extra super careful. Because you carry a blade. No. I never brandish my blade. But it's on you. Whatever. You don't have to. Remember, a good pixie with a knife beats a bad pixie with a knife. I suppose. They are, you know, on their best of behaviors, which is delightful now because they try to be jovial. They're still themselves very much. Are they Bon jovial? No. They're just very much themselves. (laughs) However, I do love that they have also given you the wrong name. Yeah, yeah. They they call you Nick. You know... You just got just, one of those faces. I do. I got one of those faces who it's like, you know what? I'm just going to call you whatever I want to call you. Yeah. So they're uh, they're extra special in their own way. Mm. And I would like to pay tribute to them because although you may frustrate me, without you, I would lack some stories for this here podcast. That's true. And I would lack my alias that I'm now going to go under anytime we're on the road. <laughs> As Nick? I, I'm going to go by Jeff Nick. Jeff Nick. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Hey guys, Jeff Nick, Jeff Nick here. <laughs> Jeff Nick for Wrangler jeans. I was there, Jeff Nick, in the amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> and you said I went for the low hangers. My goodness, <laughs> I am going to now read a story written to us mm-hmm. by Rob in PA. Okay, that's how the cool kids say it. PA mm-hmm. says I usually work the evening shift. But I had a couple of very attractive young ladies come in every night. Brown chicken, brown cow. uh Uh-huh. Chickens and cows. Chickens and cows. And they always got Red Bull, El 
Toro Rojo, mm-hmm. and a pack of New Potes. Oh, like you need Omar. that menthol cigarettes. The Lomar action right there. <laughs> they also always paid in singles. All the single dollars? All the single dollars. All the single dollars. All the single dollars. <laughs> so Rob says, I, I got to know them. They got to know me after a little bit every night and so on and so forth, interacting. Oh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh-huh, chickens and cows again. <laughs> and I was invited to come see them at their work. Which was? Their performers. They're clowns. At the local strip club. Oh, brown chicken, brown cow indeed. So let's break it down. Red Bull, Newports, and one Single dollars? Yep. (laughs) One plus one plus one equals stripper. Oh, what? Rob says, of course I went. Well, who doesn't want to pay tribute to the ladies of the poll? They gave him a coupon for the door charge, by the way. That's a thing? Apparently. That's awesome. I'm with Portia. (laughs) Portia from the main stage. She said I could come in. I'm a little embarrassed to say I I was a stripper for a short period of time, and we did not have coupons for the door. That's bullshit. I know. Now I'm kind of pissed. All the best titty bars have have coupons. coupons. Yeah, we know that. And like hot wings. (laughs) I've told the Mo Vaughn story before, but (laughs) Mo Vaughn, the great hit dog from the Red Sox back in the Mm. 90s, he used to always go to the Foxy Lady in Providence to eat the steak there. Because he said they had great steak at the Foxy Lady. Stripper steak. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. So Rob says, uh, after you know going and seeing them at work, uh, after that, whenever they came into the store, we all knew I was picturing them naked while they were getting their Siggies <laughs> and Red Bull. I'm sure they enjoyed the tee-hee over that. But here's the thing. He, sa- he started off the story saying that they were attractive. Yes. Right? Which means that at the beginning, he was already picturing them naked when he first met them. You don't he know He just that. knew later what they looked like for sure naked. But I he was tell picturing you, them in his head prior. I want to tell you all right now. One, you don't know that because he might not have that good of a Pictionary imagination. Two, I wish you all could have seen Boomer's amazing flamboyant, flippy-do hand gestures with his pen. I'm <laughs> accentuating the point. It was like, ixo facto, nakedness. Right. Boom. I know the male <laughs> brain, okay? And again, if he starts the story off with they were attractive, absolutely, without a doubt, he when they first walked in, he was like, they've got boobs, wonder what those boobs look like. First thought <laughs> off his head. Then he was like, here's your new potes, here's your Red Bull, still thinking about what your titties look like. Fast forward to... Cut to... Coupon in the club, so that's what your tits look like. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Fair. That is how that went down, I guarantee you. <laughs> I'm going to have to trust you on that. <laughs> so our next story comes to us from our content producer, Jeff Teal. Hey, Jeff Teal. What up, content producer, Jeff Teal? Gracias, amigo. Yes, we appreciate the stories. He and says, the love. <laughs> absolutely. At a gas station slash convenience store for a year while I was going to tech school. We had many regulars, some unremarkable, some absolutely dreaded, some positively delightful. Can you tell we hang out by the verbiage? Yeah, right. (laughs) Very markable. (laughs) One such delightful regular was named Byron. Byron. Was he a lord? Was he Lord Byron? Please tell me he was Lord Byron. Oh my God, I just now put that together and that would be awesome. Yeah. 
Okay, he's Lord Byron now on the show. Yes. So Lord Byron comes in. Lord Byron was a young man who was in his mid to late 20s. Well, he's come from a royal family, so <laughs> the title is there. He always had a smile on his face for those of us on the servant side of the counter. See? See? Servants? He, he knows. He's hip. Yeah. He's LB, Lord Byron. On May 5th, the year that I worked there, he took it upon himself to make himself the store's official greeter. He was there for over an hour. Oh, my God. And wished everyone who came in a heartily welcome and then a happy Cinco de Mayo upon their departure. Bienvenidos. <laughs> Byron also took it upon himself to stay into the store late into the night after it was robbed. So the Whoa. old woman who eventually mm -hmm. was put back on the night shift stayed there with her. Byron did this every night to make sure she was safe. Wow. That's a very fucking cool, like, joking aside, you know, gentlemanly and all. Yeah. That's really fucking cool. So he ends it with, Byron, you were an appreciated regular. That's awesome. That is super cool. That is really, really, you don't hear that much, and there's not enough chivalrous action happening like that. Yeah, that's actually, that's super awesome. Now, Jeff continues. Oh, does he? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing a little two for one here. Oh. Another regular we had was almost as delightful, but way more strange than Lord Byron. <laughs> Guy's name was Glenn. Okay. With one N, because you're not going to linger on it. <laughs> you don't have to let it linger? Nope. You don't have to. Do you have to? You don't have to let it linger. <laughs> Glenn was an older man. Perhaps in his 40s or so. Oh, God. Really? Older man in his 40s? Come on. <laughs> Stop it. Come on. You're killing me here. Jeez. He would come into the store uh, a couple, two, three times a week. Every time he entered, he would click his heels together. And say there's no place like home? Oh, no. This goes left really hard. Raise his right hand up and shout, Heil. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't mean to hand you that. Yeah. I should have read the rest of the email. You think? I'm sorry. Yeah. Lo siento. Yeah. Lo siento. He claimed he had a panzer tank in his backyard, and he swore he was going to fix up one of these days. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Now, Jeff ends it with, strangely enough, he was not the least bit racist, but no. Yeah, you're a racist. Glenn was a racist. Yeah. Sorry to break it to you, Jeff. He's yeah. a racist. Yeah. It's like a, I know you thought that he was a nice guy, but you were yeah. totally molested. Yeah, It's like that, but with racism. You were molested with racism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you were molested with racism. Put it on a shirt. It's mm. happened. It's done. Oof. <laughs> That's, um. That stings. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you try to palate cleanse our way out of this kerfuffle here, Pixie? I, I will, actually. Um, our racism molestations. Jesus. Pull us out of this. You <laughs> got us dive. here. I'm so sorry. You drove us into this ditch. You drive us out. I will. We have a bartender that wrote in. Hey, bartender. <laughs> Get me another. And she has a regular who is at least 20 years older than she is. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell you, Boomer. Mm -hmm. Like mid forties. <laughs> just really, let's just keep doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's just keep keep nailing Boomer to this old person cross that we've got going on. Oh, here. you're fine. It's okay for a man. <sighs> this bartender, and at least you don't do this. So the bartender goes there every day. The he, bartender goes there every day. Oh. <laughs> 
I would hope so. That's probably her fucking job. (laughs) It is. It would be really irresponsible of her if she does not go every day. And the regular follows her there. That makes more sense now. Yeah. Okay. And he always orders the same thing. All right. Which is common for the That's why you're regular, man. That's why you're fucking regular. What makes it weird Mm -hmm. is that the regular orders and his tab is always $15. Okay. So like a drink. Yes. Okay. But he tips her. $60 $60 every day. Ooh, hey there, Johnny. Every day, Johnny Moneybags is tipping her 60 bucks. And what makes it even weirder, what makes her skin a little crawly a little when it's going on, is that he follows it with, will you marry me? Oh. Or can I buy you a ring? Oh. Or what's the shot at a date there? Can we get a date? Zero. Can you, can you come on a date? Will you go on a date with me? No. I mean, no, like, no, I I'm can't. Giving, I'm paying you money you... like a Russian bride. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he does think that he's like a, a, a Richard Gere there listen, situation. Listen, let me buy your love, baby. Shh, 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 shh. You're in the services industry. Mm, give me the services. Yeah. And Woof. I will buy your love. See, now that's that's tricky for me. I'll tell you why. To rock around? To rock around is right on time. tricky. So. <laughs> A, that's dirty. Like that, like not in like the good dirty way, but like in the yucky. Yeah, like, it's layer not of like slime. a. Like that's not, yeah. Yeah, that's now, not. Now she doesn't comment on he's attractive or not. So it's, I mean, I would assume if he is that it could be the hot, sweaty, yeah, dirty. But what, it, I feel like if he was hot, it would have. It would have happened. Yeah, it wouldn't be an issue. And when she, you know, did this all, it, it did not read like that. It yeah. read like a, this is unwanted, yeah. sir. So there's that. <laughs> The the follow-up, though, to that... Is money, 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 nom, nom, nom? If all he's doing is drinking one drink and not getting hammered... Yes. ...and tipping you a shit ton, and it, all you... Ha- like, he's not being... He's not being touchy. And he's not being He's crass. not being aggressive. He's not being crass. Yeah, he doesn't, like, say filthy things to her. He just asks her to marry him repeatedly. I mean... I got hit on by that 65-year-old woman at, oh, at yeah. the restaurant that one time for no money. Yeah. And that was aggressive. She was aggressive. And she I was up in your stuff. super uncomfortable by that. <laughs> she, she thought you were in, feeling it. in my bubble. She was almost on your no-no square. It was uncomfortable. But I, you know, if she, you at if you, she threw $60 at you, you would feel a little bucks, cleaner? I, I would have at least been like, but I got 60 bucks out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. The bartender it doesn't seem like she's going to ever discourage him from coming well, to the bar. Why? She ju- I know. Why would bucks, she? Man. But she definitely is firm. No. But see, that's the nice part about having a large bar between in between the exactly, two of you. Exactly. Yes. Like that's a good safe zone. Yeah. I, I like that, you know, six to 12 inches of formica between us. Or or oak. Or, yeah, solid oak. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's really... Possibly Corian. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can, again, like, we all know that that's uncomfortable and not appropriate and all, but within the confines of you're protected by said bar, that is your safe space, and you're also getting paid for your troubles, I guess. Yeah. Paid for your ickiness. You're getting paid for the annoyance. Right. And that's good. Which... There is a reason why I always say that being a bartender or server is just like sort of being a stripper, but with slightly more self-respect. Yes. Not much, but not, slightly more. Not much. Not not considering some of the ways in which we're talked to. 
Yeah, or but, some of the ways in which we try to exploit ourselves to get those extra tips. Oh. At the very least, if we were flashing our tits, it would just be straightforward. Yes. Boobs, money. Now we have to be all Machiavellian about it. Yeah, you got to sort of <laughs> paw around it. Yes, insinuate. Yeah. <laughs> You're so smart and funny. Yes, get drunk and say horrible, horrible things to me, and let me hope that you tip me. <sighs> you know you're my favorite customer. I oh always love seeing you. Oh, my God, Tony, it's so great. <laughs> yeah, no. No, 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 no. Let's wash ourselves clean of this dirtiness with some goodness from our content producer, Chef Hope. Chef Hope! You may remember her from such voicemails as the one we heard earlier in the show. Oh, my gosh. Holy hell. Chef Hope writes... Every week, I have a gentleman that comes in and gives us free range to cook him anything. Oh, I love it. That is a chef's dream. Okay, is he married? <laughs> he is, actually. I I'm know, just kidding. I, I know this story, so I'll, I'll paint some color. Okay? Oh, do it. All right. Um, so Hope says, he doesn't care about the price, what it is, just as long as it tastes good, and he has a giant portion of it. I'm going to quote Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Ah, perfect guest. Exactly. Hope writes, I've seen this guy down a two and a half pound prime rib. Mmm, baby. He is always excited, says thank you, treats us like family. He makes our day better and asks how our family is, and we ask about him as well. I hope he never stops coming in. Aww. Now, this gentleman... I had the pleasure of being around for a short period of time when I was at the same restaurant as Chef Hope was. And yes, they would make just gigantic, like, family-sized portions, mm -hmm. and he would eat it all. He That's would awesome. sit at the bar, okay? He would get- Doesn't even take up a table. Get a, a seven and a half pound plate of food. <laughs> oh my gosh. And methodically go about eating it, not take too long, not wolf it down, just like right in the middle. He would then, and this is what made him so great, he would then get a, a black cup of coffee mm -hmm. in one of the restaurant mugs yeah, and a cigar that he would bring with him. Okay. He would go outside around the back. Oh, to the service entrance door. To the back grassy area behind the restaurant that no normal person goes yeah. to. He would take a chair, mm -hmm. sit in the chair away from everybody, smoke his cigar, mm -hmm. drink the coffee after the meal. Unlike the people at our establishment that can't even be bothered to be more than five feet away from the door. And just burning heaters. Yeah. Yes, yes. So well, he, would, he sounds like a proper gentleman. He was awesome. Like, I hope he still is alive and still is awesome. He was an older guy, white beard, oh, super, super cool. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, he's, yeah. he's older, so you never know with, you know, older people. But super fucking awesome human being. And again, the short time that I was there, he absolutely did the same thing. Like, made me feel totally like part of his team. He seems you like know? he's living his best life, and I love it. Yeah. Super, super nice dude. I wish for the life of me I could remember his name, but I have light brain damage, so I don't. <laughs> Yay, Dane Bramage. Yay! And with that brain damage, let me do one more. Is that cool? Sure. All right. Again, Hope, being a chef, we rarely get to see the actual customers. We'll hear if they liked it or hated it, but we don't most of the time actually see faces and of course, 90 whatever percent of the time, it's bad. It's true. I actually made a point to go back to our kitchen just to let them know the last time I was at work and say, 
you guys killed it tonight because so many people told me how good it was. I try very specifically if I'm talking to a table and they say this is the greatest whatever, I will go straight back to the kitchen immediately and let the kitchen know. It's really the only humanly thing you should be doing. Yeah, it's, you know a, I mean? it's appropriate managing. It, yeah, it really is. Yeah. And I'm corroborated by Chef Hope who says, y'all have no idea how much it means to us when a customer personally wants to thank us for a great meal. It makes our day and we get filled with pride and joy from it. I had one customer that forgot to tell us she had an allergy. She apologized profusely to the server in front of house manager and even said she would pay for both meals. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, we told her it was not necessary. We had no problem making her a dish so that it wouldn't, you know, make her die. Yeah. Once they were finished, the husband came over, thanked the entire kitchen staff for a great meal, apologized yet again for having made, you know, Two having dishes. had them make it twice. Right. Mm-hmm. They are now apparently totally loyal customers coming every two weeks and boom. And there you go. So Damn. they made they made a repeat loyal customer by being like cool and accommodating and understanding to allergies. And yes. Which is something that again on our end we can get super pissy about. We did the whole show or at least part of an episode about people allergy who, abusers. Yeah, yeah, the people who actually lie about the allergies so we don't take the people who with allergies seriously. Exactly. But at the same time, it really does feel good from the restaurant standpoint when there is somebody who can't get a regular meal somewhere and you're able to create something for them and then they can actually have like a good experience eating actual food out which is sometimes incredibly hard for folks that do have the allergies like the my great story that I love telling about Chef Richard yes where he cleaned and commandeered an entire kitchen just, just to for... cook one meal for yeah. a little girl who had severe, severe allergies. It was by far the most pimp thing I've ever seen a chef ever do. And it till my dying day, it yeah. will it will impress me. And it will it it made an impression on me, much less, you know, this little Everything girl. Everything else. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where it's important that we all remember that we're trying to accommodate everybody. You know, the the kitchen wants you to have the best meal ever. You as a person want to have the best meal ever. So we all just need to be a bit kinder to each other and a bit more understanding to make that happen. Don't forget there's, you know, the service aspect of the service industry Absolutely. where we, we do legitimately want to give good service. Uh, well, yeah, that's what I mean. It includes the server, you know, be kind to your server. They're kind to the kitchen then. It goes on. Speaking of super allergies. Speak it, sister. I have a story right here. We understand allergies, and trust me, we never want to kill anyone. Isn't that the truth? Very much so. (laughs) We take them seriously, and we want y'all to still enjoy a great meal. If you had us a list of allergies in the middle of a 600-person night, we are going to be a little strapped to accommodate you. We try to do our best to accommodate and send something out that's still tasty. Now, if you call ahead... We write it down. We will thank you up and down for doing so. I had one lady that would call at least three days ahead of time when she made her reservations. And then on top of that, would let the hostess know to let the chefs know. And they had her allergy list. And it says here in parentheses, I mean, the poor girl couldn't eat anything without having problems. Oh, goodness. That's so hard. Fuck. Some of the items that they normally don't carry, like in-house, 
were mm-hmm. the only things that this person could order. However, oh. given the time frame that she allowed for the kitchen to give her what she needed, mm-hmm. they would salute and execute. You know, like we said, if you go to the grocery store and buy it, we'll right. make it. Oh, goodness. Yep. <laughs> we yep. don't encourage that. But with this, being that it was allergies and that's so special, like it was really appreciated. They said that she always comes excited for her meal. Nice. We had enough time to make it, prepare it safely without any cross-contamination. She always tips her server well and buys the kitchen a round of drinks. Oh, yes, kitchen shifty. It ends with, I miss you. Aw. So you, a loyal customer, were that important. That's fucking awesome. And it's because you did that little extra, you let them know, please don't kill me, and we don't want to kill you. Did you know that the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is, is that, that little, little extra? extra? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's it, a truism, <laughs> as they say. Is it? That's is it, it. It's a truthalism. It is a truthalism, and it is a perfect pinpoint to pluck in and end episode twenty-seven of Service Entrance People. That's great. Just insert it right on in there. I will insertion myself. <laughs> And say thank you so much <laughs> to everybody who uh, tuned in and is listening to the program. We appreciate you. We especially appreciate our executive producers, Chris Moore and Chuck Cumberland, as thank well as. Thank you so much, executive producers, Chris Moore and Chuck Cumberland. We appreciate you. Thank you also to our content producers, Chef Hope and Jeff Teal. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Big salute to you. If you out there want to be part of the show as well, so many different ways for you to be involved. The easiest way, send us an email, serviceentrancepeople at gmail.com. Send us a story, something crazy that happened to you in your working life experience. Or you can even leave us a voicemail like Chef Hope did today, 854-345-7721. You can also contribute on uh, the Facebooks. Is that right? Yeah, Service Entrance People Podcast. Or you can leave us a DM at Service Entrance People Pod. Girl, who's all up in your DM? Hopefully people who love this podcast. I hope so, too. If you want to climb the ladder a little bit and do something maybe monetarily. Which, don't you? Don't you, you really? I think you do. You can go to PayPal. Mm-hmm. PayPal.com. It is a Service Entrance Peeps. Doesn't matter if it's a dollar or a million. Anything helps the show as we continue to grow and go forward. If you want to maybe even up that a little bit. You can become a producer, patreon.com slash service entrance people. Three different levels of producership for you to choose from. All of them have free stuff attached to it. Plus, you get access to exclusive bonus content. If you are an executive producer like Chris Moore and Chuck Cumberland, you get your name said at the end of the episode as well. Lovingly and generously. So loving, so generous. (laughs) You can also listen to the program or watch the program at YouTube. Yeah, we have a YouTube channel. We do, at Service Entrance People. Pretty easy. Yeah, don't forget to also tell your friends, tell your family, tell a stranger at a store to listen to us, to rate us five stars, pound that predictive text button like five to seven times. It doesn't matter what it says. It helps us up the charts. It does. It doesn't matter, but it matters a fucking ton. Yeah, it does matter to us. Yeah. We don't care if you just say, I want to speak to a manager. Do that. It helps. We need it. And we do also want to say, again, thank you to everybody that's listening. We yes. look at, I obsessively, obsessively. Look, out, <laughs> look at our analytics roughly 400 times a day. and It's adorable. <laughs> and seeing all of these people listening all over the world, 
We've got like 35 states now and 18 countries that we have infiltrated with service entrance people. And it's hugely rewarding to see. It's humbling to us and we appreciate it. And we appreciate the fact that you guys are listening and helping us grow. Yeah, that's what we appreciate it's about you. I can't tell you how adorable it is to see Boomer run across a restaurant just to point there's one more listener. In, in a new a, place. In a new area. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, we got a new city. Hey, we got a new country. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> and so it does matter. A whole fucking bunch. You just taking the time to listen. And it is so greatly appreciated as we move towards our goal of making this thing our thing. And like, dominating all of you who feel disenfranchised <laughs> or forgotten about. Damn straight. We want to be the voice of the people. I'm not joking. I I'm genuinely not either. do. I'm not either. You I will scoff not scoff at me. I'm not. I will not <laughs> stop until we are at the top of the charts. We are doing this, not having to go into restaurants every fucking day and working, but, but going this into is our restaurants thing. and doing this show. Exactly. Oh my God, do we have such plans for that? Yes, we would hear from you all directly. We would see your lovely faces, and you would be able to tell your stories in person if we make it up there. So. Help us. Help you. Spread the word. Service answers people. God damn it, we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will talk to you again next Wednesday night, midnight, for a new episode. My name is Boomer. And I'm Pixie. Adios. Adios.